What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the E2B2 podcast. I am Evan J. Thomas, and with me always is... Brandon Thomas. And we are today talking about the movie Project Power, starring Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Dominique Fishback, and directed by Henry Joost, Joost and Ariel Schumann, which just came out on Netflix about, I think it was a week or so ago. Mm-hmm. So Brandon and I actually gonna we're going to start off and talk about ourselves for a few minutes here yep. and then we'll get into the movie so brandon another weekend over here at my house and uh just kind of looking at the new decor as you walk in my house what have you seen recently that's kind of cool that i uh, have thrown around the pillows the post do you mean new or yeah oh, just pillows i like the film reels and then he just got a, a Kong poster, King Kong poster. Yeah, so, so just to kind of lay out how my little living room hallway area looks, I have a bunch of movie posters. I have, let's see, Rudy, Goonies, Fight Club, Joker, John Wick, Reservoir Dogs, The Crow, Bruce Lee, Goodfellas. I have Sons of Anarchy, Breaking Bad, um, what is that? Return, Return of the, of the Jedi. Jedi, and then Boondock Saints. Then I also have some uh, movie poster uh, like popcorn machine, I have pillows, I have, and like Brandon said, movie reels. Mm-hmm. Kind of literally bought them off Facebook Marketplace a couple days ago, or a day ago, and they look really cool. So if you ever want to check pictures out like that, go to my Facebook page, Evan J. Thomas on Facebook. You yeah. can see uh, recent photos of that. But yeah, so Brandon and I spent another weekend together, um, Saturday, today is, and 90 degrees outside. Yep. And what did we do this afternoon that you and I have never once done together? Tennis. We played tennis. Yep. We played tennis at the park next to my old house that I grew up in when I was a kid in the same park, in the same tennis court where me and my mom and dad and sister and everybody played. Brandon's grandma and Grandpa T. And Brandon's yawning like a (laughs) mf'er over here right now. You tired? No. No? You doing all right, kid? You'll be all right. So what have you been up to in the past uh, week or so, two weeks since you were last here? My bike got, I sent in my bike, or well, my, not me, but you know, sent in the bike, my bike, which was not really doing very well because the bike was doing like a weird thing where it'd be like shift gears and it'd be like, it kind of shift, like jump forward and like maybe a foot would like fall off the pedals and then what would happen that's just that would cause a lot of annoyance and when I'm going uphill it will keep doing that if I apply more pressure so then I sent them my bike to get like the gears fixed to basically a full replacement aside from the actual frame and seat and main stuff like that just the gears and all that. So you have the tune up. Yeah. Big tune up. And then uh, I went bike riding that day and then it was very smooth it was very like very high quality like i just i went it's up like a hill brand new. yeah i was i went up a hill and had no trouble stopping. and how often do you normally bike ride or get outside at your usually house? daily or every other day daily because sometimes day. sometimes on the weekend i'm it's usually rest time but some most most of the time during the weekday i'm either biking walking or running that's awesome which is one of the things good for you and it, i take 
few break days, which is just me being lazy. Which you should. You yeah. still should take a break day here or there. And uh, Brandon actually has a date where he finally is going to be doing school. Homes, not homeschool, but digital, uh, digital learning or home learning. Uh, when is that starting for you? September, September 2nd. 2nd. And Brandon is going to be a sophomore. I'm not going to say the school because nobody really should know. Yeah. So it doesn't matter to us what school he goes to. Yeah, as for me, I started my uh, driving job. I started over at a company that is a delivery service partner with Amazon. So I started that. I actually work tomorrow morning at 1030 in the morning. And also a couple days this week. But I'm still looking for extra work here and there. So if you want to hit me up, if you got some editing jobs or photo or video projects you want me to work on, feel free. Hit me up at Evan J. Thomas on Facebook. All right. So we're going to get into this movie that you and I just saw. Yep. Uh, Project Power. Like I said, starring Jamie Foxx, Jordan, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and Dominique Fishback. So, ah, you got a hair in my mouth. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so the plot, in a near-future New Orleans, a mysterious distributor offers a free supply of power. It's a pill that grants unpredictable powers for five minutes to a group of drug, drug dealers, including Newt. And Newt is played by rapper, uh, somewhat rock singer now, uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Now, Brandon, when you first when I first mentioned this movie, what did you did you have any thoughts about it? I mean, I saw the trailer. You didn't. Um, so I kind of for superhero movies for me at least, I'm kind of neutral about because I'm not superhero movies are slightly different from movies I really prefer to watch, but. Obviously, superhero movies can basically cover any genre. Sometimes it can be, like, dark. Sometimes it can be, like, just cartoon... Not really cartoon, but more of, like, a comedy superhero movie, mm-hmm. something like that. So it's not it's not really a genre. It's more of a topic that is covered in a movie. But when you mentioned superhero movie, uh, this being a superhero movie, I was thinking of, like, there's going to be, like, a dude that had, like, powers when he was born. and then, Yeah. Like, he, or he achieved it in life, and then he's, like, fighting crime or So whatever. I thought it was going to be a superhero movie, but it's actually not a superhero movie. It's a superpowers movie. Yeah. And all those powers, like I said, is from this pill called Power. And honestly, hearing the name of the movie, Project Power, seems very kind of generic. I think they could have actually probably gone a little bit better with the name of it. I think they were trying to hide the fact of what they were probably trying to get in the movie or something like that. I'm not sure. And obviously power being the name of the uh, drug or the pill, that's kind of where the whole thing came about. So I'm going to talk a little about more about this movie. So, like you said, it all started in New Orleans. Six weeks later, Newt, his teenage cousin Robin, a drug dealer herself, is nearly robbed by customers seeking power. She is re- rescued by New Orleans Police Department officer Frank Shaver, played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, one of her regular buyers. Art, then again, is Jamie Foxx, who is also the name The Major. So he has two names in this movie. Art is his real name, and The Major is another one. He's a man hunting for the distributor Biggie, tracks down Newt, who dies after a struggle when he overdoses on power. That was a really cool scene, at least in my book, where Jamie Foxx and uh, Newt or Machine Gun Kelly had this like fight scene what what did you think about that whole scene there brandon it was uh he went up what i found really interesting is how they did the flame bit because when he took the pill he essentially it showed like kind of like 
close-ups of like skin and like eyes and do, doing weird yeah, we're, things. Yeah, we're gonna, I'm just gonna do a little stop right here, and we're gonna say, "Oops, we just gave some spoilers away, and we're gonna give some more shortly." So, where's a spoiler alert? And we're gonna get back into it. Okay. Okay, so you were saying, Brandon. Anyways, um, I was saying that he it, it showed close-ups of like just random things, and I found that pretty interesting. And then he essentially transitioned into like a like a human torch sort of thing, where he's just mm -hmm. like coming from a skin is burning. And my, one of the questions that raised was raised in my head was like, does that hurt? Or yeah, just does it hurt? <laughs> because there's a I don't know, there's a video I watched a really long time ago, probably 20, 2016 on YouTube, where it was just someone was a human torch and they just burned to death. It was like, it's not really helpful. Yeah, so so is that is his his superpowers, being a, basically a human torch, throwing himself at Art during this fight, yeah. is Newt actually hurting himself because of the fact that he's burning. Yeah, and then it kind of also reminded me of Godzilla, kind of. From the movie, you know. Yeah, that got, little, got little thing there. So, <laughs> so Newt dies. Art basically kills him. Later, in the, a little bit more in the movie, Frank foils a bank robbery by a power-enhanced thief, but is suspending for using power himself during that whole scene. So this scene, where Frank foils his bank robbery, there's this bank robber running around in the bank and also outdoors, basically naked, yeah. but he's kind of glowing and invisible, it seems like. Yeah. So when you saw that, I mean, you you made a comment during it. You're like, whoa, that's pretty like interesting. Yeah, funky. Pretty funky. <laughs> funky. Because when he was running, it was like constantly changing with the background. So it'd be like it was constantly his skin was changing. So. Yeah, his skin was changing. He it was almost like he was in gradient. Like the colors on him kept changing too. Like he was going different colors as well. So th there's that. So uh, Frank basically gets suspended. His captain reveals that government personnel are pressuring him to terminate any investigation into power and gives Frank a picture of the man they suspect to be the source of the drug, which is Art, or Jamie Foxx, or the Major in this movie. So using Newt's phone to find and abduct Robin, Art forces to take Art forces her to take him to the drug dealer cartel's safe house. He is shot while eliminating several of the cartel's men and discovers that power uses users throughout New Orleans are being monitored as test subjects for the drug. Art bonds with Robin as they treat his wounds and reveals that after leaving the military, he was recru recruited by Atelios, a private defense contractor who experimented on him to create superpowers. His daughter Tracy, born after the experiments, inhibited powers without ever taking the drug and was abducted by Wallace, a Atelios operative. So, Basically, the movie, to this point now, is Art is trying to look for his daughter. Yeah, yeah, basically. And there were some scenes, and it kind of, I was a little lost at some times, but Brandon kind of caught me and told me what was kind of going on. What did you see that they ended up doing through this movie? What do you mean? Like, you said there were, like, flashbacks. Oh, yeah, there were flashbacks, and you, you thought it was, like... Some part, some point in the scene, or they skip forward or something like that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really know what was going on for a few moments, and then Brandon, like I said, yeah. kind of had to help me out there. So Art and Robin find Biggie hosting a private demonstration of power, of Project Power, for a potential buyer near the Superdome. 
where a large group of Saints fans are arriving for a home game. Biggie claims that power represents the next evolution of human species, with the pill's power derived from the abilities of animals such as the wolverine, frog, and chameleon. So that's where all these kind of powers are coming from. And Art interrogates Biggie at gunpoint and learns of a ship, the Genesis, but Frank intervenes, having tracked the other users to the demonstration. Biggie takes an overdose of power, takes a dose of power, forcing Art, Robin, and Frank to flee as Art kills Biggie in an explosion. That scene, and I even said during it, there was a scene of a woman who took power in this pod. Yeah. And she was basically turning into ice. She was trying to freeze up, like her skin, the outside, out just outside of her skin, where was like condensing into ice, and it was like she was becoming frozen. She was becoming frozen, but then they were trying to um, work on her counteract, bo- counteract her what was it, body temperature? Yeah, it was like it was where it was, she was super cold, and then they kind of heated up the pod, so then she couldn't like freeze. Yeah. But it was. Oh, do we continue with yeah. the fight scene? Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, uh, no, you can talk about So the fight scene, to me, it was really cool because it was actually shot from inside the pod, mm-hmm. almost from the, the woman's point of view. It, was, it wasn't really her point of view. But I'm going to go back to some two of my favorite movies and their fight scenes. Mm-hmm. John Wick, and I even said during this movie, The Kingsman. Yeah. These are two movies that have amazing fucking fight and gun scenes and shooting. And this could have been that way. But I, I really liked how they did the camera from inside the pod because it was fim- similar in that area where you can kind of go around the room a little bit and you can see what's happening but from a different perspective. Yeah, it was it was kind of like how they would film, at least Kingsman, how they would film the fight scenes and maybe even John Wick, how they would kind of just have it from a certain point of view or have it like where the camera's moving mm-hmm. in a certain way at a certain angle. But John Wick and uh, Kingsman are... Much better in terms of the fight scenes in this movie was. But yeah, that one specific fight scene was really... (laughs) Yeah, that one fight scene was, to me, really, really good. So, moving forward, Frank arrests Art uh, and informs his captain, but Art explains that the power epidemic in New Orleans is a mass testing to stabilize the drug, and that Tracy is the source of the drug's power. Having convinced Frank that his captain is actually taking orders from Telios, Art purposely has himself captured by Telios and taken aboard the Genesis. Frank and Robin infiltrate the ship, and Art persuades the guard to free him. Frank and Art kill Wallace, while Robin finds Tracy and reunites her with her father. That scene where Robin finds Tracy sitting on a bed with her back to everybody, just kind of staring at a blank wall, it was supposed to be like a really come to, you know, kind of sad, happy kind of thing. I didn't feel any emotion during that. I was just like... Eh, what we about never, you? Yeah, it was kind of weird. What they could have done is that they could have involved more scenes of the daughter more beforehand so we can actually get to know her a lot, but we barely kind of knew her at that point. Yeah, still. so there was really no connection to Tracy except through Art. Yeah. And even then, it wasn't like there was a lot involved with Art's connection with Tracy, even though he was his daughter. Yeah. She was his daughter. So going forward again, as the four attempt to flee Robert captured by Dr. Gardner, the head of Project Power, who demands Tracy in exchange for Robin's life. Art confronts Gardner, revealing that Power gives him the abilities of a pistol shrimp, which he uses to kill Gardner and her men and rescue Robin. Using his power costs Art his life, but Tracy resurrects him with her own powers, and they escape the ship. Mm-hmm. 
And again, there was another little part there when Art basically kills himself to save everybody else, and then Tracy saves him. It's supposed to be like a really kind of happy scene, which she brings him back to life. And I even said, too, I go, which one is he going to do? Is he going to spit up water? Is he going to do the, <gasps> like, breathe really heavy and wake up from the dead? He didn't do either. He just kind of was like, <clears throat> like, woke up. You're so negative. I am negative. At least, it's usually cliche stuff you see in movies. Sure. This time it wasn't as cliche. It was close. But, again, it didn't really resonate with me that I was like, oh, okay, you knew he was basically going to come back. It would be like San Andreas where they just wake up from the boat. It's like that character somehow survives. And- <laughs> they just all, all, all live. <laughs> but, again, it's like you basically knew he was going to come back to life. But Did you was, not? Well, yeah, I knew it was. Yeah, so Unless they're going to do that whole sad emotional thing or something. Yeah, it's not um, Avengers where, you know, Iron Man dies or anything like that. Avengers. Or Star Wars where, you know, Luke Skywalker dies or anything like that. Star or Han Wars. Solo or Star Wars. Leia or anybody. Anyway, so the end of the movie, Frank intends to expose Project Power to the press. While Art decides to move on, he gives Robin his truck and a bag full of money to cover her mother's medical needs, telling her to use the greatness inside of her. Art and Tracy depart, finally free. Not sure if this movie is going to have a second one. I don't think so, and I hope not. Just, I hope not because we're going to give our little um, ratings here in a moment. But I just think this is probably just a one-off movie for uh, Jamie Foxx. And Jordan Joseph Gordon-Levitt could go a little bit farther with this, but I don't really see it happening. True. What about you? Um, I'm kind of not expecting a sequel, but I mean, unless there's a somehow like, unless it got a lot of like popular reviews or whatever on Netflix or whatever, and then enough people really actually liked it, which maybe they're being, um, received very well, but who knows, then there might be a sequel, but I don't think there's really a high demand for it, but we'll see. All right. Now we're at the point of the show. We're going to, we're going to give our... Ratings. Ratings. And this is going to be zero to five stars with half stars included. I'm going to go first this time. Okay. And overall, I'm giving it a 3.0. I know when Brandon and I finished the movie, I said 3.5, but I'm going 3.0. And I'll give my reasons why. The story, decent. Mm -hmm. The special effects, pretty good. The fight scenes, pretty good. But some of the effects were kind of hokey. Kind of, yeah. The, one of the effects, there was a guy that like morphed into, I don't know what the hell it was. Hulk or something. Like a half Incredible Hulk kind of thing, but not green. He just burst out of his clothes and got really big and then all of a sudden exploded. Yeah. And I looked and I was like, what the hell was that? That was stupid. Um, they, they did another part, which was funny because this is the second time I've seen it. And both times in the last two movies we've seen. Where yeah. somebody gets shot and the bullet stops in their skin and, or it kicks it out. And yeah, they, it, happened, it happened twice in this movie and then... And then it happened times. in the last movie that we saw. Um, I, yeah. What was that movie again? The, the, the Human. <laughs> oh my god. I totally forgot the movie that we just watched. The Human, the human Power. The Human Power. Um, we're going to go with that. So, like I said, a 3.0 three, three from me on that. And the acting, it was okay. I mean, it was a superpower movie. It was not really any sort of Oscar-ish type movie that 
Jamie Foxx would do. This was more of a big money thing for him, most likely, and that's probably how that goes. So for me, it's going to be a 3.0. Mm-hmm. And just so you know, the last movie we did was The Old Guard. Oh, yeah. The, with Charlize Theron. The, the human. The, yeah. So the human power. <laughs> how stupid am I to... I knew who was in it. I just couldn't remember the name of the movie. Sure. Brandon, your turn on telling us your rating for the movie and your stars and why. So... If I gave my own rating with my own system, it would be 3.25, but it's since he wants me to do a half. 0.5 half system, then I'll do a 3.5. Um, because of the previous movie, I gave a 3.5. I think the previous movie was better, but I am not can't really go 3 because it's not really that low, but 3.5 seems at least reasonable. I do have to agree with you on The Old Guard actually being a better movie. Yeah, so I'd probably... I, if I could go back in time and change the old guard rating, it'd probably be four, but I'm going to keep it 3.5 and 3.5 for this one. There too. are different, I mean, they both could be 3.5s, but different. different yeah, yeah, different things they excel in. Exactly. Don't do well in, so, so, what did you like and what did you not like about the movie? Um, most of the movie, I felt uh, there was a bit of humor I did enjoy. Uh, it's kind of the same issue as the last movie. There would probably be like unnecessary music, but it wasn't the same level of the last movie because at least some of the music wasn't like intrusive or as prominent as the last annoying. movie. Annoying. The yeah. last movie it was it, it they didn't really put it in the right spots. Yeah, but for this one like there was it fit. Yeah, some of the uh, Robin would like rap and, like it at least fit in and then there would be like background like a like a background like kind of like hip hop rap in like some scenes but it would mm-hmm. like at least flowed well with a scene um another thing i'd say was the acting uh, which wasn't there most of the main characters at least did very well and or at least moderately well for the acting but kind of expected for the main villain the not the, the what was the one at the end where she was the female the female villain. woman yeah yeah she was it was kind of like your generic like corporate monopoly Kind of yeah, sort of thing. that was Gardner. That was her name. Um, also, the other guy, Biggie, was played by Rodrigo Santoro. Biggie he was, was he was your different. normal uh, yeah, guy was, with accent and he's, from he's South bad, bad guy because you know he's very well dressed in gold chains and stuff like that. He didn't have gold chains, did he? He did. He had one. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, like Brandon said, yeah, no, she was she was like corporate. She she kind of. Because when she would yell, it'd be like an angry mom. Like a, <laughs> it was like, get her outside or something. You know. And I can't, I like can't really I actually said it during the movie too. I'm like, she's very mono, and and they do this with bad female like female characters that are like bad Villain. villains. Yeah. They're very monotone. Some of them. So are. she's all of a Most sudden of she's on the microphone talking into the boat, and she's like, "You must grab her and take her down to the." Whatever, wherever but it's just it's so lame to me because it's like so monotone and it's like you're not scary you could i'm pretty sure you someone could probably do an edit of the movie and just voice over her lines that probably make it 10 times better yeah exactly at least i mean have some personality for some of these villains no i mean some of these villains are just so blah i mean the last one was very blah too that guy in the corporate, old guard corporate white guy you know corporate british white guy yeah he was bad guy again who's you know but yeah so there's there's again brandon i'm gonna let you finish on your uh and then rating 
the special effects, like what uh, Dad said, was the scene with the Hulk dude, whatever. It was kind of like odd, but at least it kind of mostly covered up some of the scenes with like the fog or dust, or like it wasn't like full like a full shot of him. It was just like mostly obscured. I guess they kind of knew that. They had oh shit! There's anyway, keep going. Yeah, someone broke into the house again. Um, what else would there be? Kind of got off topic a little bit, and then for the act, the pacing would be fine. Yeah, I don't know. That's it for today. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm gonna give the th the three point oh. Brandon gives a three point five, and uh, yeah, I think that's basically it for this show, right? Perhaps. Perhaps, and um, so what just fell off my wall was uh, that movie thing and also my what Goonies poster. Your Goonies poster? Why? I don't know. I think it hit it on the way down, so i got to make sure that that's uh, still okay. And broke. I don't know right now if it is, and I'm kind of worried. Uh -huh. I know. So we're going to wrap this show up. I want to thank everybody for listening once again to the E2B2 podcast. You can find the podcast on badassproductions1.com. On the on-demand section, just go to the little tab that says E2B2 podcast. Mm -hmm. You can also find us on Facebook and also on Instagram. Again, just type in E2B2 podcast, and you can find us all over the place. Yep. So, Brandon, any last words for today? Um, stay alive. <laughs> In uh, these trying times. <laughs> in these trying times. I in our here. In our uh, new normal, right? In our in a w world of change. World of change. So we're five <laughs> plus months into COVID and still no sign of finishing this up. Yes. And it just sucks. So, hey, movie theaters though are open. At least. And we're looking forward to hopefully quiet having too. Quiet Place 2 come out. We did see the trailer for The Batman. Batman the Batman. The Batman the with Robin, Robert Parkin, Park, uh, Parkinson's. Parkman. Parkinson's. <laughs> so he, which looks actually to me pretty cool in a different film. But now Batmans are getting younger. So it's kind of funny that, you know. But I guess they kind of are all about the same age when they all filmed it. Anyway, so yeah, we got a bunch of movies coming up. We always like to get um, your, uh, you know, ideas on what we could watch. I mean, Heather's given us the last couple, so thank you, Heather. And Brandon, your knees touching mine. That, <laughs> that was so weird. <laughs> Felt like something was crawling on me. Spider. All right, so want to thank you guys once again. Listen next time, and again, feel free and check us out all over where you can find your own podcast. It's on. Spotify, it's on Apple Podcasts, it's on uh, Anchor, Breaker, it's on everything. Yep. All right. <laughs> so you guys have a great weekend, great week, and enjoy yourselves. Bye. Rock on. <laughs>